Welcome back to the Sherry Hill Show. I had such a great conversation with Grace Day Doan of A&H Insurance last week about health savings accounts that we just had to finish this conversation because the whole topic of health insurance is somewhat overwhelming. Things are changing and we're going to talk about that. First though, Grace, let's just do a quick recap on health savings accounts because I'm so excited about the information you shared and definitely if you're an employer or you're an individual you need to understand health savings accounts. Right. And thanks for having me Sherry. It's, yes. it's, it's always fun to give education in in uh, what I do and it is confusing. I always joke that I know about health insurance more than Congress does so you know. Um, so health savings accounts are um, there's two, two functions to them. One is the in insurance portion of it and the other is the funded part of it. You can choose not to fund your HSA and just have it as a regular high deductible health insurance plan or you can contribute up to $3,500 next year for 2019. Um, saves on your taxes. Um, your amount can be deducted from your gross income that you contribute and it saves on taxes, which is always a great thing for employer and for the individual. So it's it's a beautiful place. Um, make sure that your plan, if you have an HSA or you think you have an HSA, be sure that if it's not an HSA that you're not funding it. And be sure that, you know, check to see where the deductibles lie. You have to pay your deductibles before any be benefits begin. And the deductible can be as low as $1,350. Just know that if you are paying your amount before the deductible, that um, you'll, pay, you'll always pay the negotiated contracted rate with any provider. So, And it's really important with any benefits, whether it's HSA or not, to check your explanation of benefits from your carrier for any charges that could be incurred from your doctor's office just to make sure it matches what you did pay or what they're asking you to pay. So if I could, I would like to dive into insurance as a whole. It seems like there is a lot of confusion on what insurance is out there, what's available, and I hear constantly, well, my neighbor said or my doctor said, and a lot of it is misinformation, and so it's really important that um, we address some of these things. So, Well, absolutely, because open enrollment is showing up when? November 1st. Oh. Yeah, um, <laughs> and so November 1st through December 15th for your plan that begins January 1st. So here's, here's what I also say about the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, call it whatever you want. There is no such thing as a bad plan with Obamacare um, because there's some great pieces that are built into this law. The first piece is preventative. We, I think across the, the aisle, no matter what side you're on, Republicans, Democrats, independent, any of that, we all agree pre-existing pre conditions is a good piece to keep in there. There's also your preventative is covered, that your preventative is covered at 100% without your deductibles, co-pays, and that covers annual mammograms, pap smears, your annual physical, PSAs, all of that, your lab work, is all covered without a deductible and a copay. And also the final part is that there's a max out of pocket that has a max at 28, in year 2018, it's $7,350. So every dollar you spend goes towards your max out of pocket, including your office visit co-pays, your prescriptions, your deductible, everything. So I always use this scenario, and I probably should stop using this scenario because her knock on wood a lot. If I'm hit by a bus, it's not going to matter what my deductible is, what my co-pays are. What matters is my max out of pocket. And once I reach that max out of pocket, everything is covered at 100%. Now, barring that I'm in network and all of that, but your max out of pocket is really the piece that matters the most. 
I had a client a couple of years ago that had a heart attack. He called me and he had $100,000 worth of medical bills. And he said, you mean to tell me I only have to pay $7,000 and everything is covered? And I said, you got it. He, that's, that's the understanding of what insurance is. And he said, that's a smoking deal. And so, and not that we're making deals with the insurance or any of that, but that's the reality of what the ACA is. And the beauty of it also is that you can buy up to whatever plan that you want. If you're more comfortable having a higher deductible and a lower premium, you can do that. Or if you're more comfortable having a lower premium or a higher premium and lower out of pocket initially, then that's great too. Just either way, I always say that you're going to pay either monthly in your premium or in your out-of-pocket costs. Let's take myself, for example. I'm exceptionally healthy. Right. All right? Mm -hmm. So my struggle is paying all these high premiums because of my age, and I just don't use the insurance, right? right? So this is the struggle for a lot of people because we're paying to support these insurance companies, and we're paying to support people oftentimes that – choose a lifestyle that you know is going to put them in front of the medical professionals and so what how do we benefit from all of this so you know part of without getting into the full weeds of how come the ACA rates are so high but there's a lot of reasons they had to make in the long and short of they had to make it fair if I'm very sick and you're very healthy I was paying more previously than you were and so it had to be fair so that my when so what had happened is my premium went down and yours went up so you're very healthy I get it and I and the one thing I understand about every client that comes to me is insurance is expensive but here's the other piece of that insurance is very needed and if 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 you're hit by a bus, <laughs> then the cost could be in the millions of dollars to put you back together for the risk of a $6,000 a year premium or whatever your premium would be. When you compare those dollars, that's where insurance is really needed, that you don't want to li- risk losing your home, losing a- every asset because you couldn't afford to pay those medical bills because you couldn't have the type of care that you really wanted. Okay. I know that that doesn't ease the checkbook pain. The bottom line is, you know, what could I do with all those premiums? Well, that's where the health savings account comes in. And there are other ways to supplement what you're doing. However, it just was such a struggle because my premiums went from like $300 a month up to six, seven, eight hundred $800 a month. And I'm like, what the heck? So we talk about fairness. Well, how about fairness to me? I take care of myself. I'm healthy. Right. And this is where it's really important to have, and I'm just going to self-tout, have a broker who can understand what your needs are because your needs are not one that I would ever give you a $500 deductible plan because you're not going to use it because you're not going to need things that are built into that plan. And there's a lot of options. There's a lot of different carriers. It's all about network more than anything. So yeah, it's expensive. And unfortunately, the older you get, what the more expensive it gets. So <laughs> well, they're hoping the more the older you are, the more you earn. So the more you can pay. So There's also some options. I wanted to go through what the options are of some of these. So the first option that you could have is an employer-based plan. And your employer plan is where you can offer, and as an employer, you only need two people on the plan to qualify as a group. Now, there's everything that I'm saying has asterisks attached to it. So there's minimum requirements. There's all of that. That's, again, where you need the broker to come in. But 
if the employer offers it, we only need two employees to be on the plan to be considered group. And I hear a lot, oh, I heard it has to be 10 people, it has to. So that's not so that true. That changed. That, that's years and years and years ago that oh, that changed. Okay. So, and the employer, their obligation is only to pay 50% of the lowest base premium. So that means we can offer uh, usually up to three plans for your employer group. So in, in our instance, if I work for you, that you're going to offer a base plan that's maybe an HSA plan to save on premium. That's the base that you're going to offer. You're going to pay 50% of that. But if I say, oh, you know, Sherry, thanks for that, but I'm a little bit sicker and I, I feel more comfortable with the lower premium, then you're still contributing that 50% towards the base plan, and I pay the difference between the base plan and the buy-up. So it's a great way to entice better pay, better pay for employees because – you know, the the hard part is that a lot of employees now want benefits. And so if you're offering benefits, then, you know, hopefully you're retaining some good employees. Well, but this is where you can then tie in the HSA. And as an employer, I right. can also make matching or certain contributions into the HSA, which is before tax for me as the employer. And certainly the use of that coming from the employee is also before tax. So that's where you know you got to use the power i think of both mm -hmm. if you really want to take advantage of what is available to us uh, for health insurance well and again it's about the education of what hsas are and using them appropriately and making sure that we are not over utilizing our plan but using it as needed and to fund it and and so it's getting to be big in popularity with the hsas so um and I just wanted to mention one more thing about the employer plans, that if your employer offers coverage, don't forget to thank them. That's always, when I do open enrollment meetings, that's my first thing because nine times out of 10, unless the group is over 50 employees, they don't have to provide coverage, that they are doing it purely as a benefit for their employees. So it's really a nice place. And when they are hearing thank you from their employees, it's like anything, we all wanna be thanked for what we do. So that's, that's the employer-based one. And then there's also individuals. If your employer doesn't offer coverage, if you're self-employed, if, you know, any of those scenarios under 65, that open enrollment, like we talked about, is November 1st to December 15th. And the plans will become effective as of January 1st. So all individual plans will renew every year, every December the only asterisk, like I said, there's asterisks, is with grandfathered plans. Grandfathered plans are anything that was put in pre-ACA. So, but the majority of, especially in Nevada right now, we really don't have the grandfathered plans, especially for individuals, because it became very cost we prohibitive. Lost a whole bunch of insurance providers. So. We did. We did, absolutely. And that was the, the difficult piece. So, um, you know what, Grace? Yes. We have to go to break. All right, we'll break. So this is a good time to take yep. that break. For anyone interested in learning more and figuring out if this is right for you because of open enrollment mm -hmm. and just not sure what all the changes are and everything, please reach out to Grace Daydone. She is a benefits consultant with A&H Insurance and her phone is 775 300 3884, that's your cell, but yep. your regular number is 775-829-2600, or just look up A&H Insurance and find Grace. When we come back, we're going to talk about these different plans yep. that are available so that we go into open enrollment as a more informed decision maker. We'll be right back.
If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 23 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. Welcome back and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. Getting enlightened today I am about insurance. The fact that open enrollment begins actually today, November 1st, that we need to be better decision makers when it comes to whether you're on an individual plan or a group plan. And my guest today, Grace Daydone of A&H Insurance, is someone who knows insurance better than pretty much anybody I know. So thank you for being here. Let's talk about individual plans. We had to go to break and you were just uh, sharing some info on that. Yep. Today is open enrollment. So now through December 15th, it's really important to get informed. If you currently did not have medical insurance for this year, now is your time. If you missed the opportunity to enroll for whatever reason by December 15th, Nevada is the only state in the United States that allows for a, an open enrollment period, or we have a 90-day waiting period to get enrolled in another plan. That is off the exchange, so we'll talk about the exchange in a minute. But that's really important. So I've had a lot of folks who are just afraid and kind of get paralyzed about um, which decision, which plan, which carrier. And it truly boils down to plan premium and network. Is your doctor in the network? And and we can talk about doctor shortages. There is a huge doctor shortage. We all hear that. And part of having the doctor shortages is that doc, some doctors, if they're on one network currently, there's nothing to say that they're not going to jump practices, they're going to retire, they're going to whatever. So it's really important to see if they're in your network, but also to make sure that your plan has the premium available. I always like my premium dollars more than I like any doctor, so that's usually how right. I decide. <laughs> so um, also with the individual plans, if you do miss that period, there is a 90-day waiting or 90-day short-term medical plan that you can do within that waiting period. But the problems with short-term medical plans is that they are not driven by the ACA, which means that there is underwriting, there's pre-existing conditions, and there um, are also, they don't have the compliance of the ACA, and they don't have all of the benefits. They don't have your preventative care. They don't have any of that that are built into short-term medical. But it does allow you to have some type of a gap insurance until your regular fully insured plan comes available. So, you know, right now is the time to start looking. If you currently do have insurance on the individual market, you probably have received a renewal notification from your insurance carrier that says, yay, it's open enrollment, here's where we mapped your plan to, which just basically means that if you're on a bronze level plan or a silver plan that they're going to map you to one that's pretty close to it. All the plans change every year. Rates change, benefits change. So make sure to really be looking at that. If you are anticipating having surgery next year, then that's something that you need to see is does it make sense to have a higher premium, to have a lower copay, have a lower deductible, that type of thing for it. So always make sure that you're doing that. 
And then the others for the individuals in Nevada there, we have our state-based exchange, which is um, Nevada Health Link. And that one is, we actually, it, it's, we're kind of a hybrid. We are a state-based exchange, but we use the federal platform. So it's on healthcare.gov. And so on the exchange, we have several carriers, but unfortunately, as you, as you mentioned previously, that we do not have all of the carriers that we once had. So especially in the rural communities, they have a very limited amount of plans and carriers that they can use, but they are available. The biggest reasons, especially you know, in the rurals, that's, that's your option. But other than that, the reason that you'd want to go on the exchange is that you will pay your premium based on your income. So, and it's within 400% of the federal poverty level. And what that basically means for a family of one, if I make under $48,000 and change, that if I make under that, then I qualify for a subsidy where the government pays part of my monthly premium. So in that, it just, it just depends. There, I have some clients who have very, very small monthly premiums. And I have some that are larger that only get, you know, a few dollars for, because they are closer to that $400 poverty level. And then I have some that are closer to the 200 range, so they have a very small monthly premium. So um, the same rules apply for open enrollment, November 1st to December 15th. And you can either find a broker for that one, or you can also go on um, uh, healthcare.gov, or you can call the exchange and they will help you. I just think anybody, I mean, this is a big decision. Mm -hmm. So having someone like yourself yep. who really understands all the ins and outs and what makes sense, it, it's vital. So I'm talking with Grace Daydown of A&H Insurance. She is a benefits consultant. And so just quickly, her number again is 775-829-2600. Any questions, any idea whether you should be on the exchange, open enrollment, and I'm guessing now we're going to talk a little bit about group. Group. We're, we're continuing back with group. <laughs> so part of the, here's what's, what's happening nationally, is that they are trying to find ways to make sure that we are, um, that we can save on some premiums because that's, that's usually most employers' issues. So they, pre-ACA, we had association health plans. Um, Obamacare did away with that. And so now we have association health plans again. In Nevada, we have four carriers that are, or four plans that are for associations. And what the associations means, it means small and large employers can, in essence, join a pool of other insurance or and other uh, employers. And that way we can make sure that they have a com common membership and then they are more susceptible to having better re rates than large. It doesn't always work out that way, but sometimes it does. Um, and then there's also, going back to the individual real quick, is the health sharing ministries. I just wanted to touch on this because there's a lot of confusion. I got a phone call a couple of days ago from a gal that was, she says, I think I have a non-plan. And I said, what's your non-plan? And she said that she told me the details of it, and right away I knew it was not a regular ACA plan. And I just want folks to be, be aware of those. Be careful of them because you really get what you pay for. She was in her 50s and paying $200 a month, which is sounds great, but um, it's generally very attractive in the premium, but they usually don't cover the traditional benefits that regular plans have. Um, for instance, her plan paid up, if she went to emergency room, it paid up to $250, where a traditional plan would be a $250 copay, and that's what you pay for emergency room. 
So she found herself out of pocket a lot of money. And um, unfortunately, the sharing ministries are not regulated by the Department of Insurance. So they have they aren't able to reach out to them to tell them to have the best practices that they could with the normal insurance company. And they also um, are concerned about some of them falsely marketing like the insurance um, carrier. So, you know, be sure that your plan is does meet those parameters. And then I wanted to talk a little bit about my organization that I'm involved with legislatively. So I'm part of the National Association of Health Underwriters, and currently I am the state president for Nevada. And what that really means is, well, number one, I've been volunteering for years, and you know, just it's a natural now you next get a step. Title. <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. You, yeah. you were you missed a meeting and they elected you president. That's really how it goes. <laughs> so what we do in Nevada is that there is about 13 of us that travel from Nevada and every state travels in February to Washington DC and we really ascend on Capitol Hill to discuss things that are broken nationally and locally. And we're really the boots on the ground for um, changes to the ACA. There key issues that like we're talking about the rates. We, we have real-world issues that we take to our senators and our congressmen and congresswomen, too, and let them know. And Democrats or Republicans, it doesn't matter. It, we, we all have one issue, and that's health insurance because health insurance is really a people issue. So, And no matter what the media says, that it's usually a um, – we always get the Democrats and Republicans agreeing on the same things that we do, but there's all – like the pre-existing conditions, the preventative, all of that, both sides agree with that, but it's all the other details that seem to get the media attention. And right, so, right. so, you know, so we're hoping that more than anything, we can make it to where they are understanding what we are. And we've been very successful in changing a lot of bills. Um, we need to remember the good old days of health insurance, the good old days where um, Folks would say my premium used to be so much less expensive. You know, I remember when I had a two hundred dollar copay, and but those days we had lifetime limits. That if I spent over a million or two million dollars in medical care for a lifetime, that's it. And my max out of pocket, what could be ten thousand, and it didn't. My deductible didn't apply to that. Neither did my copays and and my prescriptions. I always said they went into the thank you very much bucket. And um, so with those. Um, we need to remember that we've made that shift. Yes, we have higher premiums, but we have less out of pocket now. Um, so I, I've had folks that have had those two million dollar bills, and then they pay that seven hundred seven thousand dollars, and that's a big deal. So it wasn't abnormal previously for us to have that twenty thousand dollars in bills. Um, so also, and, and we had talked previously um, about, you know, possibly Medicaid for all, and that's a big piece, too, that people are trying to get it to where everybody has it. E and here's what I say is that I, there's a lot of rumors that go out, and there, this is definitely something that is trying to get some traction. And I try not to pay a ton of attention to it till it really is law and it's really getting something big because over the years, so many things have changed in, you know, with health insurance, kind of like Mark Twain with the rain. If you don't like the weather, wait five minutes. Same thing with the ACA, you know, wait five minutes, it's going to change. And so when it has some traction, then I'm going to absolutely make some decisions, but, um, or not make some decisions, but, you know, well, that's then, where then you can, well, you, 
now you know what direction to right. take for right. the client. Right, right. <laughs> right. Um, so until it's available, we're going to wait, and then you know we'll go from there. Um, there's also some really great bills that are going on nationally, um, and nationally we have some pharmaceutical bills, we have balanced billing, we have all that, and we also lobby in Carson City coming up this next year. Awesome. So you'll be taking off to D.C. in February, yep. and obviously the constituents for you, State of Nevada, you guys are boots on the ground, so yep. you're hearing exactly, you know, what are the complaints, what's working, what's not working, and it's a big task, yeah. certainly. And so appreciate you being the president of Thank that you. organization. And I know that you'll represent us well at the Capitol. So yes. thank you for that. I do want to say that, you know, I really appreciate, Grace, your being here since open enrollment starts today. Yeah. And people, again, that overwhelm, I don't know what to do. I had insurance, now I don't, all those things. So you are someone that people certainly can reach out yes. to, learn more, understand as, as employers. The group is great again, and these pools, so that's something you and I will be talking about. Yep. If anyone wants to reach you, the best number to call is? 775-829-2600. Great. And this is Grace Daydone, a benefits consultant with a &H Insurance, sharing her brilliance with us on this very large topic that yeah. seems to be on everybody's mind of late. So thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning in to The Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified. <laughs>